It's the Summer of Fury here in Burstilled, as Fury's Secret Invasion is now out on Disney+, Plus, making one of the top streaming series for the summer season. And Fury's Secret Invasion from Disney+, Plus has been released. How was it? Let's talk about it. But first... Let us begin. Cheers, everybody. Welcome to Bruce Stilled. I'm your host, Brandon, and for this episode of Bruce Stilled, I'll be recapping the first episode of Fury, Secret Invasion from Disney+. Plus. This is the next Marvel series on Disney+, Plus, and also the very first one featuring Nick Fury from the Marvel Cinematic Universe in what could very well be his final adventure in the MCU. Fury, Secret Invasion is a limited series on Disney+, Plus to run for six episodes, and it was well worth the wait. So do consider this a summer of Fury for the next few weeks here in the Bruce Stilled Podcast, as I'll be recapping every episode of Fury, Secret Invasion, from Disney+. Plus. But, before I begin to recap episode 1, what beer am I pairing for this episode of Brazilled and for Fury, Secret Invasion, from Disney+. Plus? Well, that beer is called Keep Beer Weird, from Flatland Brewing, in a collaboration with Great Notion Brewing, which was also featured in my Summer Beers episode. Keep Beer Weird is a sour beer that lightens up the summer season. This is a fruited sour, featuring a nice, soft, slushy texture, from banana, pear, and white peaches, which all combine to form excellent flavors for his amazing craft beer from Flatland Brewing and Great Notion. Keep Beer Weird isn't brightened up with flavors of key lime and lemon, along with a dose of vanilla beans. The color really does stand out from the green color of this beer. This fruit is sour is a work of genius, given its green color and excellent well-balanced flavors. It's not bitter, and the vanilla fruity flavors really do come together with their own side of the flavors. This is definitely perfect summer beer, but also a great beer to have while watching Fury, Secret Invasion from Disney+. Plus. It definitely has a science fiction vibe to it, a nice Marvel vibe, and also a nice fairy tale vibe as well, making for a very nice trio of personalities. Keep Beer Weird comes with the 5.5% ABV, and its profile and style definitely fill the mission of keeping beer weird and also serving as a perfect beer for Fury Secret Invasion. And that beer is called Keep Beer Weird, a collaboration from Flatland Brewing in Elk Grove, California, and Great Notion Brewing in Portland, Oregon. Two excellent breweries, making one excellent craft beer for the summer, and also for Fury Secret Invasion. So, let's recap the first episode of Fury Secret Invasion from Disney+. Plus. If you're not seeing the show and you want to watch the show, do not proceed forward because there will be spoilers. Ready? Well, here we go. The first episode of Fury opens up with Fury arriving back on Earth due to being in outer space for a long period of time, building what he calls a saber. Because of this, there are consequences of Nick Fury's absence on Earth as the Skrulls, who he first saw in Captain Marvel, now turned against Nick Fury. As remember, Nick Fury did promise the Skrulls a new place to live. Well, here we now in the year 2023, long after the events of Captain Marvel. Despite that though, Fury's promise never happened. And the Skrulls have now turned against Nick Fury and the human race. The Skrulls are now hiding on planet Earth, looking to secretly invade planet Earth, all through the means of a secret invasion. Now, we do know the Skrulls are masters of camouflage. They can shapeshift, making themselves look like someone else when they're actually a Skrull acting undercover. Fury arrives back on Earth looking to stop the secret invasion. One of the first orders of business for Fury is meeting with Sonya, a colleague from British intelligence who once worked with Fury. But Sonya seems leery of Fury, and Fury's also leery of Sonya because in her residence in Moscow, of all places, Fury places a spy device in her residence to spy on Sonya as he seems to know 
that Sony is hiding something about the secret invasion. But is Sony a scroll? That we don't know, but definitely do not rule it out because this show, Fury Secret Invasion, is all about not knowing who he can trust. And Fury right now is all alone, although he does have Maria Hill, who is also leery about Fury and his arrival back on Earth, which we'll get to later. There is a reunion between Fury and Talos, who is also Fury's scroll ally. Talos tells Fury he was kicked out of Skrull's council, and Talos does tell Fury that the Skrulls right now are breaking away from the humans by living and hiding a basis in Russia by forming a new movement aimed to secretly invade the planet Earth by starting a war between Russia and the United States, which would lead to a nuclear war. Talos tells Fury because of this, the Skrulls can invade Earth because they're immune to radiation. Fury now knows that the secret invasion by the Skrulls is by far very serious, and Maria Hills also they're telling about their secret plan while they're in Russia. Now, Russia is very much a very unique and interesting setting for this show. It's a country full of espionage and also a great setting for this series. But also Fury much knows that this is going to be a major task ahead of him, but he also wants to do it alone, although he does have allies with Hill and Talos. There is also the issue of the failed promise that Fury made to the Skrulls, where Fury did promise to find a place for the Skrulls to live, which never happened. This is a huge reason why the Skrulls are not breaking away and also turned against Fury and the human race, who are also led by a new villain named Gravik. Gravik has a lot of charisma, a lot of influence over the Skrulls. He's a Skrull himself, acting in human form. They definitely know who Gravik is, they know what he looks like, and they definitely know who they're up against, which is a major villain with a lot of influence and power. Talos also tells Fury that his wife died, and also his daughter, who's also a Skrull, has now broken away from Talos and has joined Gravik. There are definitely a lot of plot similarities between Fury's Secret Invasion and Falcon and Winter Soldier, because they're dealing with a post-blip world, a new world order, where people are distrustful of governments and also people in higher authority of power. Fury is definitely dealing with the same things that Bucky and Sam dealt with in Falcon and Winter Soldier, but now with a completely new villain with a lot of power and charisma and also a lot of dangerous potential. This guy isn't a superhuman, he's a Skrull who wants to nuke the Earth in order to take it over for the Skrulls by destroying the human race in revenge for Fury's failed promise. Fury definitely knows what's going on here, but he has a lot of skepticism from Murray Hill and also Talos. Him and Talos throughout the episode investigate the Skrulls and also try to get to the bottom of what's going on. As for the Skrulls, they have bases throughout Russia, as they're immune from radiation, as these bases are at former nuclear sites. They have a lot of power and also major movements, and a lot of influence and followers. The villain Gravik is their main leader, and there's definitely a lot of Cold War-style paranoia in this episode, due to espionage nature of this episode, and also the setting in Russia. There's also a moment in the episode where Fury talks to skeptical Maria Hill, and Maria Hill's asking Fury why did he come back after all these years. Fury tells Maria Hill he had a crisis of faith, but doesn't seem to elaborate on that. Fury does seem burned out at first, but also does know that there's a major mission ahead of him, and this also could be very much his final adventure. He also calls himself a warrior from the Cold War, as he tells Murray Hill that it was men like him who stopped the Cold War from going nuclear, although Murray Hill does seem skeptical, despite Fury's reassurance. The moments between Fury and Murray Hill in this episode were very good and also well played out, and also well written. It definitely did a good job exploring their unique dynamic. They were a dynamic duo in the MCU, and also in their days as S.H.I.E.L.D., but right now in this episode, it has clearly changed for the negative. Maria Hill is clearly upset at Nick Fury for leaving Earth and now coming back after all these years, and she doesn't know if Nick Fury is now up to the task of stopping the Skrull invasion, as she was working on this before his arrival. There is also Talos and Gaia, who is also Talos' daughter. Gaia broke away from Talos after her mother died to join Gravik and his group of Skrulls in their base in Russia. Gaia clearly has a lot of similarities with Carly from Falcon to the Winter Soldier, 
older. They're both young, but also jaded by leadership and governments by joining rebellious groups who are out for more nefarious purpose. Gaia does a really good job in this episode, given by how she presents herself and her commitment towards her fellow Skrulls. Gaia is definitely a very conflicted character, though. I don't think she's a villain. I think she's more of an anti-hero. She definitely wants to do the right thing, but she also chooses Gravik as her leader for the moment, but I also do believe she is her own person. She's more compassionate, she wants to help her fellow Skrulls, and also has more of a nurturing side to her, although she does join Gravik in a bomb plot that occurs later in the episode. She does have a talk with Talos later in the episode, and Talos does try to talk sense into Gaia, but Gaia doesn't listen, and still proceeds with the bomb plot the Skrulls have that occurs towards the end of the episode. Fury and Talos do get a major lead on the bomb plot by the Skrulls, they go to the bombing location, and this scene was by far amazing because Fury knows that he's trying to find a main villain who's also shape-shifting to different human characters, although Fury does know who it is, and follows the main villain Gravik throughout this event at the end of the episode to stop the bomb. There was just a few bombs around the location of the site, and Talos is there as well along with Maria Hill. Gaia is there as well, but Gaia does seem hesitant about what she's about to do, and from what I saw in this episode, I definitely noticed some hesitation Gaia in this episode as she didn't seem too on board this bomb plot that Gravik has set up. She doesn't seem like that kind of person. Carly, on the other hand, from Falcon Winter Soldier, was more committed and more malicious. I definitely do not see that with Gaia, and I definitely think it showed in this episode, so maybe Gaia might come back to Talos later in the series to join Talos and Fury to stop Gravik. Despite Fury's attempt to follow Gravik, the bombs still go off, there are several explosions, and a lot of chaos at the bombing location. To make matters worse, Gravik, after seeing Fury several times, morphs himself to look like Fury, goes up to Maria Hill, and shoots her. Fury sees this, he tries to strap Gravik, but another explosion does plow cover for Gravik to get away. Fury tries to provide cover and aid to Maria Hill, but sadly Maria Hill dies in the arms of Nick Fury, and that's how the episode ends, and very much a shocking ending to the first episode of Fury, Secret Invasion from Disney+. So overall, this episode is really good. It was slow, but also it's very typical for an espionage kind of show. I definitely do expect more action in the series as it progresses. There are five episodes left to go, but overall very much a strong start, but the ending was very shocking, with Maria Hill dying at the end of the episode, and I do wonder, is she really dead, and if so, is Nick Fury all alone, despite having Talos and a few more allies? But I definitely do think the series can be more focused on Nick Fury and his final adventure, making me wonder, what happens to Fury at the end? That I can't wait to see, because Nick Fury probably won't be back after the series in the MCU. If so, how does the story arc end in the MCU? But overall, a strong episode, with a good story, and a lot of potential to be a great series for Disney+. That being said, here are my questions and observations from Episode 1 of Fury, Secret Evasion from Disney+. Those are, is this Fury's last adventure? And if so, how does it all end for Nick Fury and his MCU journey? And, will he have a replacement? I thought Maria Hill was going to be Nick Fury's replacement in the MCU after Nick Fury moved on, but after this episode, I definitely do not think it's going to happen because Maria Hill is probably dead, which is very much a shocking way to see her go. For another observation, there are Gaia's conflicted loyalties. Is Gaia committed toward Gravik, and will she stay committed towards Gravik throughout the entire series, or probably turn against him and join Fury and Talos in a quest to stop Gravik and his plot to destroy the Earth for the secret invasion? We also did see Colonel Rhodes in this episode, who's now working for the President of the United States, and I do wonder, is Rhodes going to be an asset or an enemy towards Nick Fury? The President order Rhodes to go find Nick Fury, so could we see War Machine activate his armor in this episode, which would be great, because we haven't seen War Machine in a very much a long time in the MCU, actually not since the events of Endgame, which was the last chapter in the Avengers Infinity Saga. So maybe we could see Rhodes activate the War Machine armor later in the series, and probably join Fury in his war against the Skrulls.
Rebels. But I do wonder, is Rhodes an asset or an enemy? Hopefully we'll find out soon. Also, Fury and Talos. How will they work together throughout the rest of the series? And just how will they stop the Skrull invasion? I definitely think Talos, he definitely seems skeptical of Fury, just like Maria Hill did when Fury came back to Earth. But I definitely do think that Talos and Fury know they're all alone in his quest to stop the Skrulls and their secret invasion. I definitely do believe they'll make it work, even though there were times in this episode where Talos did seem skeptical of Fury and his intentions after arriving back on Earth due to being in outer space. And also, who can Fury trust? It's definitely going to be a series of uneasy alliances, a lot of backstabbing, and also secret enemies, making me wonder, who can Fury trust? Can Talos be trusted? I definitely think so, and I probably think that right now, Talos is the only person that Fury can trust. I have a lot of questions about Sonya, and also even Rhodes. I think Sonya's probably a scroll, and we'll probably find out more about that later in the series, as it progresses. But I definitely do think that Fury is going to have a hard time trusting people in this series, as he's fighting his war all by himself. He does mention the Avengers, but I definitely don't think we're going to see the Avengers anytime soon in the series, even at all. But there is talk about surprise cameos, and I definitely do think those cameos are going to be Captain Marvel and the cast of the Marvels. I definitely do think these secret cameos are probably leaning towards more into that direction of the Captain Marvel story arc and those characters, which we'll probably see later towards the end of the series. And for my final question, where are the Avengers in this story? I definitely do know that Fury wants to fight this war alone, but where is Thor? Where is Hawkeye? Where is Hawk? Where are they right now? And why isn't Fury calling for their help? There definitely has to be a reason for this, and maybe we'll find out, maybe we won't. But right now, Fury is fighting the war alone, and it's to save the planet Earth and the human race. Fury's also come back to a whole new world, a whole new planet Earth in a post-blip world, and things are different, and he's not the same guy he was at the beginning of the MCU. This war for Nick Fury will not be easy, but we definitely do know he will prevail. The question is, how will he get there? And that is my recap of Episode 1 of Fury's Secret Invasion from Disney+. For now though, that should do for me on this episode of Bruce Stilled. Please do tell your friends and family about this podcast, and please read this podcast on your desired podcast directory, as feedback is always appreciated. Also, do check out this podcast over on Instagram at Bruce Stilled Podcast on Instagram. Do stay tuned for future recaps of Fury, guest interviews, craft beer content, NFL coverage, and other topics of interest. Do enjoy the summer season, and also be sure to watch Fury from Disney+. Plus. Also, do enjoy good craft beer bourbon whiskey on the summer months with some great food. I'm your host Brandon, thank you for joining me, and I'll see you next time. And until then, be brewed, and be distilled, folks. Cheers. Ah!